0: Hey Todd with you once again from the 98.1 Triple M Geraldton Breakfast Show catching up on some content that you may have missed during the week Uh, we're going to catch up with Acting Senior Sergeant Stuart Duran yeah Chris is away for a few weeks and we're also going to catch up with Rocks to talk Geraldton Roller Derby and the uh, Fresh Skater Intake that's coming up very very soon but look let's kick things up with the Acting Senior Sergeant
1: yeah, over the weekend just gone, Todd, we had uh, another significant number of vehicles either broken into or gone through because they're unlocked. Um, the vast majority of occasions when vehicles are unlocked, suspects or offenders, whatever you want to call them, will go through the vehicle to find anything of value to them and generally don't cause damage to the vehicles as a result. Um, but if people are locking their vehicles but leaving personal property and valuable property in them, that's when they will they will see that in the vehicle and cause damage to get into the vehicle. So I can understand the reasons why people leave vehicles unlocked um, the cost of insurance premiums for you know, damaged vehicles and that sort of stuff's high but um, extra 20 seconds or 30 seconds to make sure you've got all your valuable properties out of your car when you when you're parking it up for the day it will uh, will save you a lot of grief.
0: Oh, for sure. And it's well worth, you know, if you're one of those forgetful uh, people like myself, I set numerous <laughs> alarms for myself to remind myself, check this, check that. Have I done yep, this? Have yep, I done that? Um, always. And I know it can be a pain in the ass, especially when you're just going to the shops on the way home from work and having to pull all your bags out and your laptop out. But exactly right. better safe than sorry. And you have a
1: free hand to lock the car. No. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> yeah safe than sorry. All right, folks. Don't That's leave anything it. in yeah. your cars and then lock it. Uh, best, Best That's to it. lock it. The oh. other thing
1: too with that is that we're 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 not finding out a lot of these things are happening until several days later as oh. well, um, and information's being put up on, on social media, which I can understand why people do it, because someone knows someone who will know someone, um, but then it, if we do identify a suspect, then it, it reduces our ability to gain either forensic evidence in relation to the offence or actually recover property in a timely manner for people.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: So, so a good you can reminder. Reported at the earliest opportunity. As soon as you find out you've uh, become a victim of crime, report it to us. No matter how um, insignificant you think it is, and we will do what we can to investigate and try and resolve it for you.
0: Yeah, especially when you don't know if there's other people in the in your street or in your uh, suburb that have been affected Absolutely as well. Absolutely Right. Absolutely. All right. We're chatting to Acting Senior Sergeant George Ryan Stewart. There's been some fires as of late. We had the fire over the long weekend. Uh, let's start with that.
1: Yeah, obviously. So um, the detectives investigated that one and um, identified that it wasn't. There was no suspicion in relation to that fire. Um, and uh, but obviously, the weekend just gone, we've had another couple of palm trees set on fire around town. Um, and at the time, it might seem like a, a funny thing for whoever's doing it to do, but as we all know, the the weather conditions in Geraldton can change pretty quickly. And um, if one of those palm trees is on fire and the wind picks up, um, the consequences of you know. What can happen from there? You know, would, you don't really want to think about it because you could lose businesses, houses, and people could even lose lives. Mm. Not to mention the risk that you put to the responders um, having to go and deal with it.
0: Yeah, uh, it's uh, it boggles the mind, doesn't it? But uh... yeah, it
1: does. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but people they just try and do the right thing. I mean, uh, I mean, typically when I think about uh, someone running around lighting fires, I think young kids, I mean, some cases are probably true. In some cases, it's probably not true. just someone oh, out and about true. trying to have a laugh.
1: Exactly right, but it, yeah, we we do ask that if people do see anything suspicious like that happening, even if you've got dash cam or something like that, um, let us know, and it, it all helps us to uh, try and resolve what's happening mm. and identify who's doing
0: it. Yeah, and just on the subject of cameras as well, if people aren't aware, those who have uh, cameras at their home, you know, facing the street, things like that, they can register them through the police. They can
1: register them through the police. Yeah. Uh, Which is uh, cam, not Cam Map. Cam Map WA. Yeah. I think it's from memory.
0: Yeah. Cam um, map. It,
1: yeah, and it all gets it gets recorded on our police databases. And then we can either, when we're investigating offences, we can send emails to people rather than going knocking on doors at all hours of the day and night. We can notify them that we're we're seeking information and if they could review their cameras, it makes it a little bit easier for everyone involved.
0: Thank you very much to the Acting Senior Sergeant. And, of course, if you've got any questions for him next week, uh, email geraldton at mm au Now, something different. It's been a while since we've caught up with Rocks and we've chatted Geraldton Roller Derby, but they are doing a skater intake. If you're interested, you jump onto their Facebook page, Geraldton Roller Derby, for more information. But otherwise, let's get into it with Rocks.
2: Well, it's a sport played on uh, quad skates. You might remember those, people might remember those as the only skate that was around before inlines came into fashion. So it's your old-fashioned roller skates and it's a, a game played on a flat track. I think um, people think about it uh, being on a bank track from the 70s this is a flat track, which can be, you know, utilised other areas other than uh, a track. You can do it on a basketball court or, on a, you know, any flat area. And basically it's two teams of... Uh, five skaters of each team on the track. There is no ball, which is fantastic for people that don't possess uh, ball skills like myself. (laughs) And uh, two of the players from each team are the point scorers. So they um, go around the track and Gain points for moving past other players. There's a lot to it, yeah. but um, you know it's a very exciting sport and incredibly um, good at keeping your whole body fit.
0: Yeah, look, I know. There's uh, I've watched a couple of documentaries on roller derby through like the 70s all the way through to today. Uh, there was the mm-hmm. movie Whippet as well, which people mm-hmm. can go and check out. I've seen a couple of games in Perth a few years back, and it is a great game to watch. And I can only imagine how fun it is to play. So let's talk about. Intake. You're looking at a, a player intake coming up on a, was It was April second? April
2: April sixth. April 6th. Sixth, yes, sorry, yes Wednesday, sixth. The Wednesday All Wednesday
0: right. Yep. So uh, what do people need to know about with this intake?
2: Okay, so what we do is we do a new skater intake, um, you know, once a year, and hopefully we uh, refill our ranks that that may have may have dropped off. It's a sport that's open to anyone 18 and older, mm-hmm. and it's a, a we have a variety of ages. So it's probably the only sport where you can be playing in a game with a 56-year-old and you be 18, yeah. and it's all it's a very level playing field. But what we want to do with the new skater intake, it's about learning skating skills. So there's a, a lot that goes into be able to be playing a roller derby game. It usually takes someone that's skated before at least six to 10 months to be able to play a game. So there's absolutely no um, fear of anyone getting hurt or, or being in a contacted position and, uh, and being intimidated by that. It's all about skating skills. So we do a 12-week course that we hope to um, get a variety of people. We need, we need large people. We need small people. We need uh, people of all sizes and ages to come along and find a new way of getting fit. It's the best fun you'll ever have and it's a skating skill for life you know you you actually learn it for life so whether you go on and you want to play roller derby after you do the course it's entirely up to you we've got those the most amazing foreshore that if you want the skills to learn how to skate um confidently along the foreshore this 12 week course is definitely for you we would love everybody to be doing roller derby afterwards and 99 percent of the people that do this course love the sisterhood and love getting involved so they usually turn out to be derby girls
0: yeah that's great and there you go like you are taking your time with the skaters as well it's not like you're gonna thrust them into a game all of a sudden They're like, oh my god what am i doing as you say it's a gradual process of making sure all the skills are up to snuff uh, before anyone uh gets a game
2: yeah well last night I, i was skating the foreshore and came across three really fantastic young girls that were you know teaching themselves and 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 were doing quite well and i said that you know the best thing they could do is come and do this course and get uh, mega skills without Mm. without any of the um drama or uh you know being very safe in getting those and and actually still skate the foreshore but do it with confidence and flair
0: all right so for people looking to uh take on this intake uh, what else do they need to know do they need to bring their own gear that kind of thing
2: well, you know it's it's always advisable to have some gear, but if you don't have gear, we do have loaner gear. We can actually you know suit you up for the first first couple of sessions and see how you go. The actual we're actually doing the, this intake, Todd at um, Rock's Laneway. Mm-hmm. We've been utilizing that area um, for our regular training the last month or so and the city have really um, been very good about us being there and it's an outdoor area because with the COVID restrictions we are going to be mm. very careful and also it's a non-contact um, space so we have been there so we're going to do that on uh, uh, April the 6th. Everybody meet down there at uh, 5.30 and get to know the other skaters uh, myself as, and myself and a couple of trainers will be there. A safe environment to have fun and you know throughout the 12 week program we'll be going to different locations as well.
0: Okay so Wednesday April 6th Lane Roxland- Way five thirty pm for the intake. So, do you just rock up, or do you need to register beforehand?
2: What would be great if they they make contact through the um, our Facebook page, Geraldton Roller Derby, Sin City Rollers. But if they just turn up, that's great too. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to exclude anyone, and uh, we want people to get involved and see what kind of great sport it is. Because, you know, for me, Todd, it's, it's the ultimate sport. It's yeah. it's no impact on the knees. It, it uses every part of your body, and you have fun. And most people say, Oh my goodness, did I get fit as well? Yeah. Well, that was just a byproduct because you'll have so much fun. Yeah,
0: that is great. All right, folks, reach out to the Geraldton Roller Derby Facebook page. Alternatively, you can email Roller Derby Geraldton at gmail.com. And again, Wednesday, April 6th at Rox Laneway, 5 30 pm is the uh, skater intake. Uh, Rox, thank you so much for your time. And I guess just touching on obviously, uh, like uh, everyone else, have been affected by COVID uh, with your matches and things like that. There was one due to take place, uh, but it has been postponed. What can you uh, tell us? What's the latest on that?
2: Yeah, we're really a bit, it's a little bit of a bummer about that. We uh, were scheduled to have a game in Durin Bay. So it's about two hours from here to Durin Bay and also two hours from Perth. So we were collecting lots of players that were individually registering to be in the game and it looked like it was going to be very well. And then the borders opened on the 3rd and we've just realised that it's probably not the best time. So we've rescheduled our game to um, late May. Of course, that that may change too in regards to how this... uh, how the enemy, I mean, how COVID is (laughs) traveling through the community. But I I guess what we want to do is uh, stay optimistic and have our players have something to look forward to.
0: Yeah, thanks to Rox for having a chat. And, yep, that scatter intake just for fun. You don't have to uh, continue on to roller derby, but as Rox said, uh, quite a few hang around and do, and it looks like a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, go and check it out on their Facebook page and get involved. And uh, that is it for this podcast, another one popping up in a few days' time. And, of course, get involved yourself, geraldton at triple m.com.au is the email, or hit us up on our Facebook page, Triple M Geraldton. Otherwise, when you listen to The Bracky Show, give me a call, uh, have a chance, let me know what's going on out there, 13353. we will chat soon.